Good evening. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Amanda Minning, your announcer for this third Wednesday in Lent. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver this evening's message. Assisting in the worship service is organist Mrs. Susan Sinninger, and the acolyte is Drew Creed. Our opening hymn is Savior, When in Dust to Thee, from Lutheran Songbook, page 419. Well, good evening, everyone. Good to see you all here on another Wednesday night. Uh, it seems to be becoming a habit these Wednesday nights. That's a good thing. Um, tonight we are continuing our series uh, entitled Return from Exile. And uh, you'll notice that the, that the hymns uh, and specifically the scripture readings and, of course, the homily uh, are really geared towards that. And... Um, so you'll want to pay extra special attention for that. I do not have any pre-service announcements other than to say that, that the carnival is coming up on Friday. When does the carnival start? When does it start? Seven? Five. Five o'clock. I was way off. Five o'clock. Five what? Five thirty. Okay. Fred's like giving me baseball signs in the back and I have a slice to do what he's saying. Um, five thirty on Friday night should be a lot of fun. Uh, so please make sure that you attend that. And why don't we open our worship tonight with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for this evening. Lord, we especially give you thanks and praise for this Lenten season, which has allowed us and given us the opportunity, Lord, to meditate and to ponder your passion, and Lord, of course, your resurrection as well. Help us now, Lord, as we worship you here, to have a zeal for your house of worship. May your Holy Spirit be with us uh, to open our hearts and our minds to these words that you have so prepared for us. Lord, we thank you that we are each called here, not by chance or by accident, but Lord, we are called here because your gospel and your spirit has called us here. And so it is with that that we give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Our first hymn tonight the Savior went in dust to thee, number 419.
Please stand. We begin tonight with the opening sentences. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For I am a sojourner with you, a guest like all my fathers. Thus declares the Lord of hosts, return to me, says the Lord of hosts. And I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And the ransom of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Glory be Glory to the be Father, to the Father and, to the Son, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, it as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, is now and, will and will be forever. Be forever. Amen. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For I am a sojourner here with you, a guest like all my fathers. We are on a journey from a deserved exile to a gracious promised land. Although we merit nothing, because our Heavenly Father promises forgiveness and mercy to all who call on Him for Jesus' sake, let us go to Him, confessing our sin. Father, we are fallen creatures, prone to hiding our faults from one another, yet knowing our sins are laid bare before you. Forgive us and clothe us with Christ's own righteousness. We have erred and strayed from your way. Forgive us and turn our feet toward the paradise you promise. We have attempted to placate your just demands by our own efforts. Forgive us for the sake of your Son's sacrifice in our stead. We have often failed to reflect the new life you granted us in our baptism. Forgive us and drown the old Adam within us. We have eaten forbidden fruit in our disobedient thinking, speaking, and acting. Forgive us and grant us the new life, one on the tree of the cross. We have failed to trust your care and protection as we journey through this wilderness. Forgive us and accompany us on our pilgrim way. Oh, gracious God, even when we are dead, even when we were dead in our trespasses, you have made us alive together with Christ. You who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. May he who began a good work in you bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. The psalmist begins, distant from God, and even doubting his grace. I will ponder all your work, and meditate on your mighty deeds. I cry aloud to God. Aloud to God, and he will hear me. In the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night, my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God... 
I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. I will ponder, I will ponder all, your, all work your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I said, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. Will the Lord spurn forever? <clears throat> Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? But then the psalmist remembers what God has done in water. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Then I said, I will appeal to this. To the ears of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work. And meditate on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God. You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your mighty among the peoples. You, with your arm, redeemed your people. The children of Jacob and Joseph. I will ponder all your work work and meditate meditate on your mighty mighty deeds. When the waters saw you, O God. Indeed, the deep trembled. The clouds poured out water. The skies gave forth thunder. The The crash of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightning lighted up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea. My path through the great waters. Yet your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock. By the hand of Moses and Aaron. All your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Tonight the choir will be performing Who is That Man?
Our first Bible reading is from Exodus 14 through is Exodus chapter 14, 13 Exodus. through 31. The 14th chapter, you'll notice that this reading is a responsive reading. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you, only, and you have only to be silent. The Lord said to Moses, Then the angel of God, who was going before the host of Israel, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them, coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. And there was the cloud in the darkness. It lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall to them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And in the morning watched the Lord in the pillar of fire and of cloud looked down on the Egyptian forces and threw the Egyptian forces into a panic, flogging their chariot wheels so that they drove heavily. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from before Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon the chariots, and upon their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its normal course when the morning appeared. And as the Egyptians fled into it, the Lord threw the Egyptians into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen. Of all the host of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea, not one of them remained. The people of Israel walked on dry ground through the sea, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the, of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians. So the people feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A reading from the first chapter. Mark. Our second reading is from Mark chapter 1, verse In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven.
the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild animals, and the angels were ministering to him. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Our sermon hymn is All Christians Who Have Been Baptized, verses 1 through 3 and verse 6. Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Slavery, bondage, servitude. Brutal taskmasters, heavy burdens, daily despair and hopelessness. This was the land of Egypt for the Israelites. 
400 years prior, the land of Egypt was a place of refuge, a place of rescue. It was a place that promised food in the midst of famine, a land that gave the Hebrews a home at a time when things were becoming desperate. But that had all changed. A pharaoh had ascended to the throne who did not know, who did not acknowledge the great deeds and works of Joseph. Now the Hebrew people had become a source of cheap labor. Now the Hebrew people were enslaved to carry out the building projects of the pharaohs. Now, slavery, bondage, and servitude, brutal taskmasters and heavy burdens were their lot. And they groaned under this reality. Even though the Israelites had journeyed willingly to the land of Egypt, and even though they had been blessed in this journey by plentiful grain in the beautiful land of Goshen as their dwelling place, what had been a good and gracious land had become a place of enslavement. What had been once a place of refuge became a place of pain and sorrow. What had once been a place of life became a place of death. A land of exile where their baby boys were thrown into the Nile River. And the Hebrews were helpless to break free and escape Egypt. The people were in need of a leader. They were in need of a savior. They needed a leader to arise from their midst. A leader who would gather them together. One who would remind them of who they were who their God was, and who they were in relationship to this God. They needed one who would bring them out of this terrible land of slavery and death. They needed someone who could and would stand up to Pharaoh. So God sent Moses. We could spend a great deal of time talking about Moses and his abilities, or lack thereof, we could speak of his training, his education, and his reluctance. We could speak of his temper, of his wimpiness, of his lack of desire to carry out the task. We could speak at great length about all of these things, but God equipped Moses for the task and then sent him to rescue his people. One stubborn, one stubborn pharaoh and ten plagues later, Moses and the Israelites finally leave town after 400 years. Moses and the Israelites are headed back to the land that was promised by God to his people from the days of Abraham. However, two obstacles remain between them and their rescue. Two obstacles stand in the way of their return from exile, a large army and a big body of water. Two obstacles, and the Israelites are right in the middle of both of them. Pharaoh and his army are coming up fast from behind, and the Red Sea looms large ahead. They are stuck between the proverbial rock and a hard place. But God has a plan, a way, and a means by which to save his people. The Lord God tells Moses to raise his staff over the waters of the Red Sea, Miraculously, stupendously, the waters part. And the people pass through the waters on dry ground. As the people go through the waters, they are rescued from a land of slavery and death. 
The people cross over as they begin their return from exile. And then to tie up all of the loose ends and to, del and to deliver a message, the waters collapse on the advancing Egyptian army. Pharaoh and his army are destroyed in the waters. The evil is washed away. In the words of Moses, God says to his people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. And so the Hebrew people are saved by the waters. There is life and death in those waters. The same waters that destroy the evil Pharaoh and his army save the people of God. The Egyptians are drowned and the Israelites walk away alive. The waters that killed also preserve life. This will not be the last time the Lord uses water to destroy the enemy and give life to his people. This will not be the last time that the Lord uses water to bring his people back from exile. A land of bondage, a land of slavery to sin and death, slaves of Satan, enemies of God. The enemies, sin, Satan, and death, still seek to enslave God's people. Indeed, these enemies are successful, for we groan under the terrible burden of everlasting death. The people need, we need, to escape. But alas, we can't. We need a Savior. We need a Savior, a Deliverer, to rise from our midst. A Savior who will gather us up and bring us out of this land of exile. We need a Savior who will reunite and restore us to God. We need one who will stand up to Satan and his evil power. So God sent Jesus. We could spend some time, too, speaking about Jesus and his abilities. We could speak of his power, of his lineage, of his sacrifice, of his love and mercy, but suffice it to say that in Jesus, God became flesh to dwell among us and rescue us from our land of exile. Jesus went down into the waters of the Jordan to be baptized by John, not to be washed clean of sin, because he had none. No, Jesus went down into the waters of the Jordan to take all of the world's sins upon himself and to go into the wilderness to take them back to the father of sin, Satan. The obstacle to our return from exile, the dividing wall of hostility that was raised between us and God by sin, death, and Satan, is removed. Christ went down into the waters and gathered all sin to himself in order that waters might be cleansed and prepared for our own journey through the waters. Down into the waters of baptism we go. And our old Adam is drowned, and as all sin is washed away, up from the waters we arise, a new Adam, a new creation, a child of God. We come up from these sacramental waters in the promised land of everlasting life. Returned from exile. Returned from a land of slavery. Through the waters and into the arms 
of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. continue now with our offering. You will notice that in your pews, the red books have made their return, so please fill those books out, uh, if you would please, and then return them to the inside aisle so that the ushers uh, have the opportunity to pick those up and tear off the top sheet at the end of the service. Offering him is Come My Soul with Every Care from Lutheran Songbook, page 779. We will sing verse 1 and verse 5. Please stand for the canceling. Lord be with you. And also with you. We are returning from exile, listening to the inviting word of God, full of grace and truth. Let us go to him in confident prayer. Gracious God, offering full and free forgiveness. 
We come in spiritual sackcloth and ashes, painfully aware of our sins and failings. Graciously wash us and clothe us with the robe of Christ's own righteousness, so that we may live eternally with all your saints. Eden's Lord and ours. Hear us and all who call out to you in pain and sorrow, sweat or tears. Remind us of your painful victory over every temptation and strengthen us to follow where you have led the way. Loving Father, calling us to Mount Calvary. Remove from us our fear of your righteous judgment for our sins. Strengthen our faith in the all-availing sacrifice of your Son in our stead. Spirit of life. Remind us again of our baptism in which our old Adam was drowned. Strengthen us to live in the freedom of the children of God. Lord Jesus, Savior and guide. Give us the eyes of faith to see the tree of life awaiting us in heaven and guide us to follow where you have led the way. Protecting Father. Assure us of your presence on our journey through the desert of this world and bring us at last to the paradise purchased by your Son. O Holy Spirit. Nourish our faith and restore our souls each time we come to the table of the Lord and receive his body and blood, a foretaste of the feast to come. Holy and merciful Lord over all, we feel the burden of our sin. Renew in us the firm faith that your Son has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, giving his life for ours. Everlasting Father, our Savior has conquered death, Fill us with rejoicing, confident that we shall therefore gather around the eternal throne of the Lamb, your Son. Let us pray, O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy. Be gracious to all who have gone astray from your ways, and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, for whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works. Give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, our Father who, art in heaven, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us, Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and keep you. Amen. Please be seated. Our closing hymn our is Glory Be, to, Glory Jesus. be to Jesus, number 433. From Lutheran Songbook, page 433. <clears throat>
the mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. Trinity Lutheran School is an outreach of our church and offers a Christian education ages 3 through 8th grade. Join us this Friday night as we continue our celebration of National Lutheran Schools Week with our school carnival. Our carnival dinner begins at 5.30 and games and silent auction begin at 6.30. The live auction begins at 9 p.m. If you would like enrollment information, contact the school office at 417-235-5931. Trinity's Children's Sunday School and Adult Bible Classes meet at 8.45 a.m. each Sunday in the school and the church service begins at 10 a.m. A men's Bible study meets at 6.30 a.m. each Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several ladies' Bible studies meet during the week in the surrounding areas. For more information, call the church office at 417-235-7300. It has been our pleasure to bring you this Lenten worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things.